You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast, your weekly post-apocalyptic news roundup. Hey everyone, welcome back to this 37th episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I am your host, Sean, and as you may notice, there's no one else around me. There's no Derek, no Stephanie, Val, Bill. Uh, Everyone is busy today, so I said, you know what? We missed last week. I'm going to go ahead and record something because I am a glutton for punishment. And so not only will I talk to myself in this episode, I will also answer myself. So that should be fun. Now, I'm actually no stranger to doing solo podcasts. I used to, I actually started out doing solo podcasts uh, 16 years ago, 2005. Wow, that's a long time ago. Um, and so I, I kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of nice to get back into, you know, doing a solo podcast. Now, I've never done a video solo podcast, I don't think. I don't know. But anyway, so in this one, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk about the latest news, latest post-apocalyptic news. Because I feel like there's been a lot that happened in the last two weeks. And, uh, and you know, it's a lot of it is, is really important, actually. There's a lot of release dates. There's some uh, season two and some sequel news, things like that, which I think is, is really important. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to sit down. Even if it's a quick little show, I'm just going to get this stuff out and, uh, and see how it goes. So stick with me. We'll do this together. Uh, the first bit of news is pretty exciting. It's about Army of the Dead, which is a Zack Snyder uh, movie. He directed it. He created it. And he just recently signed a two-year contract with Netflix. And the reason this is important is because it means that there is a sequel in the works for Army of the Dead. Now, Army of the Dead, of course, is the movie about, you know, the the group of people who are trying to steal money during the zombie apocalypse. They're trying to steal. uh, They're robbing a, a casino, basically, in Vegas. And it was a big hit. It was like number one on Netflix for a couple weeks, I think. And it, st- you know, it stayed in the top ten for a while. But it was a re- I thought it was a really good movie. We talked about it on the show before, and it was, you know, it was campy and kind of uh, predictable, you know, things like that. But it had some really cool parts in it. And so the fact that there's going to be a, a sequel, I think, is exciting. It, I mean, it's exciting for Zack Snyder too. But what's important too is in this deal. His, he has a company that he runs with his wife, and they both commented and they said that uh, that Netflix pretty much lets him do what they want. So I think that's important, and it, it kind of it makes me excited at least for what we you know what they can think of with the part two. Now, what you know they're doing prequel, they're doing little uh, like side shows already. They're doing one called I think Army of Thieves or something like that, where it's kind of like a like a spinoff of the different characters. You know, like what their lives are like. It's not really post-apocalyptic. It's kind of before the zombie apocalypse, so we don't really cover it. But this, if this is a true sequel, of course, it'll be even further into the apocalypse. So it'll be something we'll, we'll definitely cover. So I'm excited about that one. And that was from, I mean, that news is from July 22nd, that, or, you know, right around there. So that was, that's pretty old news. Uh, and the next bit of news here is about Dune. They released another Dune trailer uh, on the 22nd. And they, not only that, they had like a, an IMAX uh, showing where you could buy tickets and you could go to this IMAX showing of the movie. Is it the first 10 minutes of the movie? It's not the whole movie because the movie, of course, doesn't come out until October. So 
I don't know. I mean, I think it's exciting. Now, Dune can, is arguably not post-apocalyptic. You know, it's it's set so far in the future. It has apocalypses that happened, you know, but it's not really, I don't know. It's something we cover because it, it has that kind of aesthetic, you know, and I, I'm a big fan of Dune, so I love it. And actually, you know, what's funny is I just, I started listening. I don't know if anyone's ever heard the audio version, the audio book version of Dune. Uh, I just got it on Audible last week. I've never listened to it before. I've always read the book, the books a few times. But the Audible version, the audiobook version is really, really interesting. I think if you've never heard it and you're a Dune fan, it, it has like a whole cast of characters. So it's not just one person reading it, you know, like you'll find a lot of times in these uh, in these audiobooks. It has a whole cast of characters, just amazingly acted. Uh, it has background music. It has, it's really, really good. I'm only about, I'm like only four chapters in, so I'm not very far, but I, my goal is to listen to it all before, uh, before the movie comes out in October. Uh, but this is exciting news here that, that they've released another trailer, another launch trailer, which shows a little bit more of the characters, a little bit more of the, the environments and everything and the costumes. And then the first 10 minutes, you know, so some people, the people who got in and were able to see those 10 minutes were able to write reviews on what they thought. And I linked to a couple of those reviews in this article on, uh, on postapocalyptic.com. So check that out if you're interested in Dune. Or if you don't think it's post-apocalyptic, then just skip it. Just go, just go to the next one. Just, yeah, it, it'll be fine. Um, and speaking of Dune also, there is a Sisterhood series that's coming out, coming to HBO, uh, which I think we already knew about. They just kind of changed uh, showrunners. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be like written and directed by a new person named uh, Diane Ademo John. I think that's what her name is. So that's exciting. It means that they're moving forward with it, you know, and, and, uh, and to have this little like spinoff show is important, especially with something like Dune, where you can really get lost in uh you know and in, in what's going on in the story it's a pretty complicated story to say the least uh okay the next little bit of news i'm just flying through these i hope you guys don't mind just just bam 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 right so you might want to put it on like half speed because man when i get a camera in front of me i'm like just I, I go crazy when i'm by myself um so this next little bit of news is day of the dead trailer now this day of the dead this is something that was there's so many of these movies that are based on Night of the Living Dead, George Romero, of course. Um, he wrote so many, you know, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. I can't even think of the other ones. There were so many different ones, you know, from the 60s till now. Well, this new one is is uh, it's like the third or fourth remake of Day of the Dead. There's There was Day of the Dead Bloodline in 2018. There was the regular Day of the Dead, which was made by Romero in 85. And then in, in 2008, also, someone made one. Um, but during Comic-Con, it's called Comic-Con at Home because of the pandemic and everything. They did it all virtually. So they had this virtual panel where they had some cast members for this new show. And it's going to be on sci-fi. And it's exciting because they got to talk about you know what not only what they're going to do with this new show it's a tv show on sci-fi that's going to be uh based on day of the dead you know kind of like in that same universe 
Um, they also talk about their theories on some of the you know zombie lore and stuff like that. Uh, one thing I thought was really interesting is, well, first of all, they said that they're going to be slow zombies, no more running zombies. You know, the slow zombies were in Night of the Living Dead, so I think that's important. But the second thing is they're not going to make them so that they can just be shot in the head and killed. So there's not going to be, you know, I, I, I poke fun of at this in the uh, in the article I wrote, but I say, sorry, Rick Grimes, your impeccable aim is of no use here. Because, you know, you watch you watch uh, Walking Dead and they just sit there, headshot, 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 headshot. And you're like, really? I mean, I know he was a sheriff deputy, but come on. So that they're, they're kind of getting away from that. And they the, the way you have to kill these zombies, these new zombies in Day of the Dead is you basically have to completely destroy them. Like you have to just, it in the, the trailer they show, they show this lady that's like beating one up and it's just so gory. And, uh, and she's just smashing it to bits so it can't even, you know, its head is completely, it, it's good. It, for, for like a horror fan like myself, I, you know, it, it's good stuff. And, uh, and it has a little bit of humor in it too. And it's, it's a very 80s, um, you know, again, I think I've already used the word campy in this episode but it is campy it's a campy 80s humor which i look forward to i mean they're kind of bringing that back you know guardians of the galaxy and stranger things and stuff like that they they're this 80s vibe is is really big in the last you know five six years so i'm excited to see that i will definitely check out the new day of the dead on sci-fi um let's see what else we have some of this news Okay, so there's a there's a post-apocalyptic milkshake shop in Maine. I thought this was interesting because, first of all, it's in Maine, which is where Stephen King lives, and he writes all of his stories about Maine. Um, it's not right by where he... I think he lives in Bangor, Maine, and it's a, it's like an hour, hour and a half away. Let me see what, uh, what city it's called. It's called Edgecombe, Maine. And so this woman made this travel trailer. It's a 1968 travel trailer. It's a really small trailer. And she decked it out and kind of decorated the outside with a uh, uh, a mannequin with a gas mask on and some barrels that say like atomic, uh, like nuclear waste containers, you know. And the name of the place is Atomic Shakes. And the reason this is interesting, I think, is because, well, first of all, it's completely themed around post-apocalyptic and the, the woman who who uh, started this let's say or Daisy Cunningham is her name she uh, she says she loves post-apocalyptic movies where she loves you know horror movies and so she wanted to kind of take that and put it into like a food truck idea like an ice cream truck kind of a thing and and serve shakes basically you know milkshakes um, she says she also serves other foods there um, there's other desserts they even have like hot dogs and stuff like that but it, it's interesting to me because it's called it's called Atomic Shake. So it's, you know, the whole theme is around atomic apocalyptic, you know, the whole thing that we love here in the show and on the website. And and they, they turned it into something that is delicious, dare I say. I haven't tried any of these, but uh, there is one that she lists all the flavors on the Facebook page. There's one flavor that's a little questionable, but I have to I. If I was in Maine, if I was anywhere near Maine, I would drive here and try this out. It's called the Jalapeno Cheesecake. Would you guys try that out? 
I mean, I love hot stuff and I love cheesecake. But putting them together, I don't know. It, it sounds exciting. And, uh, and a couple other ones she has on there, instead of like a blizzard, you know, a Dairy Queen has a blizzard. She has what she calls a bomb. So basically you take any of the ice cream flavors and you make it into a blizzard slash bomb. You know, which I guess just means adding cookies to it, right? Like Oreo cookies and M&Ms and stuff. So that's cool. Could you imagine like a, a jalapeno cheesecake with Oreos and M&Ms? Whew, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm I'm 45. I don't know if I could if I could take that. I you know I'd be waking up at 3 a.m. and not from nightmares. Um, so that's pretty cool. If you live anywhere near Maine in the U.S., uh, I would check this out. It sounds like a pretty uh, a pretty fun thing. Now they already opened. They opened last Friday. So you know they're there, and it's just a little trailer in this. Uh, it's in the, the parking lot of this place called Twisted Iron Customs, which is like a motorcycle shop. So, and this guy who owns this, the customs and the, the parking lot and everything, he says he, his goal is to make, he has 72 acres, which is crazy. And he wants to make more of these. He has like a bus he wants to make into a barbecue joint and, uh, and just put more of these kind of like the same themed places all around the parking lot so it might be like a destination you know like a place where you go if you're a big fan of post-apocalyptic you go there and you eat and you try all the stuff out i don't know might be kind of cool let's see what else we have we have oh walking dead world beyond and fear the walking dead both spin-offs of the walking dead are both continuing in october now of course we know that the regular walking dead you know, the, the mother TV show is coming back at the end of this month on the 22nd. Yeah, 22nd on AMC. And I think they're going to have a, an early preview like they usually do on AMC+. Plus. Um, but so that'll be in the, this month, August 22nd. But the as far as the two spinoff shows, Fear the Walking Dead and World Beyond, they are coming in October. World Beyond will be on October 3rd. And Fear the Walking Dead will come back on the 17th. Now, both Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Well, no, no. World Beyond and Walking Dead. Yeah, those two. This is their final season. Fear the Walking Dead will continue after this. I don't know how long. But, uh, you know, we all know that Walking Dead, this is their last season. Season 11. Uh, World Beyond, I think this is. They weren't really set to be a, a long running show. It's kind of like a like a young adult, you know, version of the same world. And that was, it's only the second season, but it was kind of not really supposed to go past that anyway, I think. So it's the second and final season for World Beyond. All right, what else? Oh, and speaking of renewed, there are, there's actually a lot of renewal news in this podcast. So we have, uh, you know, World Beyond, Fear the Walking Dead, renewed, coming back, also Snowpiercer. Of course, Snowpiercer is, it just ended its second season earlier this year. And, you know, we just got to the point where they're, they're hinting, well, I don't want to give any spoilers, but they're hinting at some new stuff, you know, some new terrain, let's say, for the, you know, for the train. And 
that was a season two and now they're filming season three which was postponed a little bit because of pandemic stuff and they you know they had some little bit of delay i think but i don't think it was too bad uh so season three is wrapping up uh production but as they're wrapping up the production of season three they haven't even released it yet and they're already announcing season four that so to me that's exciting because it means that you know what we're seeing now in the show we can't even imagine you think about how far they've gone i'm, I'm a huge snowpiercer fan so you have to forgive me <laughs> uh I, I can't even imagine like how much further they'll go considering how far they've gone from the beginning of season one to the end of season two. And we still have double that, you know what I mean? Like double all of that two more seasons to go after this, after the end of season two. So I can only imagine, I hope they don't draw it out. I hope they don't, you know, milk it as much as they can to try to get, uh, try to get more views. Cause they were doing, they're doing a lot better. Like their their viewership is going up. I'm pretty sure. Um, now, one thing I did notice, Jennifer Connelly, who was a big draw of the first season, uh, you don't really see much of her in, you know, in season three previews. And then they have the season four where they show some of the cast members of season four. You don't see Jennifer Connelly in there. Now, if you were watching the show in season two, then you might understand why. Um, but there was hope. You know, I think a lot of people are holding out hope that she is going to be back. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, it, it seems like David Diggs is, is the star. He's always kind of been the star, but, um, you know, he's really, really front and center now at the end of season two. And I feel like season three, it's going to be the same thing. Now, in the season, the season four announcement, they show uh, they show Diggs in there with a couple other cast members. Now, in the background of this picture, I'm looking at the, the season four announcement. In the background, you have uh, Till, you have Zara, you have Alex, who is, uh, you know, uh, Jennifer Connelly's daughter in the show. And then you have Bennett. Now, Bennett was, was the engineer. He, he didn't really have a huge role. I mean, not, I don't know, a couple of these did. Zara didn't really have a huge role. Um, but it's cool to see that they're back at least. It's kind of the only, and of course, Sean Bean, they show Sean Bean as Mr. Wilford in this season four preview. So I don't know. Oh, they also show Josie too, who was, um, who was Layton's girlfriend. If you haven't seen the show, I don't want to spoil it. And it, it's kind of, it's kind of like a romantic, you know, love triangle, but so she's back. <laughs> And, uh, and that, that's cool. But that's it. That's all they're showing us. They're not showing us any of the other uh, cast members. So we don't know what's coming on, you know, what's coming in the, in, in the future, what's in the works. But what we do know is season four. And I think that's exciting. Like I said, I'm a huge fan. And I hope they don't ruin it. <laughs> I hope they don't, <laughs> hope they don't ruin it in the ground. Like, you know, happens to so many of these shows that become popular and then they keep going with them. Uh, another big piece of news here is that this one is huge. I think it's huge. Waterworld, they're going to make a series, a TV series out of Waterworld. And now you think about it. Now, Waterworld has this bad reputation. The movie, of course, with Kevin Costner from 25 years ago, which I can't believe. Uh, it, it had a, a strange reputation because it was at the time, it was the biggest, most expensive movie to be made. It was just a huge, huge movie. And 
and you know you look at box office numbers so financially it was a flop it didn't make that money back but once it came to well back then it was like vhs uh you know once it came to dvd and vhs it recouped a lot of that money i mean there was a it had a following and it and a lot of people really liked it now the biggest things that that uh, you know i th- i don't know i think a lot of people kind of hate kevin costner i don't understand why i think he's great um of course he did the postman and the postman was like i thought it was a great movie but a lot of people thought that it strayed so far from the book that it was like a shame you know it was a shame on the book and so they don't i guess they don't trust kevin costner at this point i don't know so he when he came out with water with Waterworld, a lot of people didn't like it and they it does have some you know kind of cheesy parts in it but i think overall it's a real i mean the costumes are amazing and I think the, the environments are amazing. And the story is pretty good. The acting is great. It just has some parts that are, eh, you know, a little unbelievable. But it is a fantasy, right? Um, so to make that, take that movie and make it into a TV show, I think that's exciting. I think that uh, you wonder what they could do with it. Well, the premise, the basic premise, according to... John Davis and John Fox, who are the producers, say that they are going to make the same characters 20 years later. What does that mean? What is 20 years? I mean, does that mean that they're going to take the same actors and, you know, bring them up 20 years later? I would love to see that. I think, you know, the only exception to that, of course, is Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper passed away um, five, six years ago, something like that. I guess it's been longer than that. It's probably been about 10 years ago. Uh, but but Kevin Costner is a superstar right now. If you've ever watched Yellowstone, you know, he is an old, just kind of take no crap from anyone, you know, like a cowboy kind of, you know, persona. But he is a badass in Yellowstone. And to take that, take the, the, the Yellowstone Kevin Costner and put him into a new water world where he's kind of this, you know, get off my lawn or get off my water uh, kind of guy I think it could work I think it would be interesting to see that um, now Jean Triplehorn was his co-star um, she's been in a few things recently she's still working she's she's still out there um, man 1995 I had the biggest crush on Jean Triplehorn I gotta say so <laughs> uh, and so that would be interesting to see her back and then of course Tina Margarino who is the little girl that was uh now she was in napoleon dynamite and i gotta say that because i love napoleon she was deb in napoleon dynamite this was after of course after Waterworld. um it was probably about five years after that no it was about seven years after Waterworld. um so and she's still working she's not doing a lot but you know everyone knows her as deb now from napoleon dynamite uh so she's made a name for herself since Waterworld. Uh, she was also in uh, When a Man Loves a Woman. She, I think that was before Waterworld. That was a great, great movie. Meg Ryan. And to see uh, to see her working again, you know, maybe they'll bring her back. She doesn't seem that busy right now. That's not a jab at her. It's just it's just a fact. She doesn't seem that busy right now. So maybe uh, she will be like a 20 years later. I, I feel like I want to write up a uh, an article. I, I probably won't do this, but I feel like I want to write up an article about like, you know, taking those actors, at least those three, maybe a couple more, and kind of taking who they are now and 
and you know writing a story about like what I would think that their storylines would be like like the Kevin Costner you know get off my waterway guy you know I, I think it could be fun so here's to hoping that when they say they're taking the characters 20 years later that they actually mean the cast members 20 years later I'd love to see that all right here's to here's to wishing on that right uh, the next big piece of news is that Netflix, again, another Netflix story, has announced that Sweet Tooth is renewed for season two. Sweet Tooth is another one that I loved. Um, it was another one that was in the top 10 consistently for, uh, for Netflix. You know, it was, in, it was the, the top spot for a while there, too, um, just like Army of the Dead. It was, you know, a successful show. And I think they did a really, really great job with it. Of course, it's a, it's a, uh, like a port from a comic book series of the same name. Um, they did a great job with it. People loved it. No one really had any complaints about it. I think that it was better than a lot of people expected. You know, and I've said this on the show before, but when you hear the name Sweet Tooth and you think, well, that's not going to be post-apocalyptic. That's not going to be a horror movie. Well, it, it's not a kid's show. It's not, um, it's not a sweet show. Really. I mean, I guess it kind of is because that little kid is like, you know, adorbs. But it's not about that. It's not, like the name Sweet Tooth is actually kind of an unfortunate name because it makes you think something completely opposite of what the show is actually about. It's a good show. It's a really good show. And to, to you know, realize that it's going to come out for season two... Um, it's not hard to to imagine that because the the comic book keeps going past what we saw in the first season. So if you're a fan of the comics, you know where it's going. You know, if you're not a fan of the comics, I would say become a fan of the comics. And then you'll get a uh, you know, you get like a leg up on on what to expect in season 2 of, of the Netflix series. Now there's no date for this. Um so we just have to kind of wait and see uh, how that goes. We also have a, an article here that's in conjunction with that uh, season two announcement about where Sweet Tooth was filmed. And that was written by Val. And uh, she kind of goes through the, the details of from a Twitter account from the, is it the director. And she goes for each one and shows kind of the, the scenes of where this show was filmed. I think that's interesting because... You know, to get that kind of like fairy tale fantasy environment into this show, you know, you have to wonder where where do you get that? Where do you get that? Do you, is it CGI? Well, some of it's CGI, but a lot of it was real places. And so she details, uh, Valve details all of the uh, those a lot of shots uh, from the movie. You know, in this article, it's a great article. Definitely check that out. Um, and then. Another piece of news that is kind of sad for any of the any of the fans of Horizon uh, Forbidden West, people who are looking forward to that coming out, it's been delayed until 2022. So I think originally they were saying later this year. And, you know, we're getting used to this, these delays, and um, a lot of it last year especially was due to the pandemic of course well we're still in the pandemic you know we're still they're still doing 
they're making us wear masks again and there a lot of things are happening to kind of go back to where we were last year at this time and it's really sad but uh, and the least of those problems i think should be that entertainment is being slowed down because there's more pressing <laughs> more pressing issues with the pandemic but the, that's the truth of it the truth of it is that there uh, you know movies tv shows and now video games everything is getting kind of pushed back and horizon Forbidden West is one of them. Uh, Zero Dawn, of course, was the first one. And uh, just an amazingly gorgeous game. I can't even say enough about... I mean, I've used uh, backgrounds. Not this background I have on this, but uh, my previous background I had with the... the <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. It was like a robotic giraffe walking around in the background. That was from, from that game. Uh, it was originally supposed to be released this year between October and December, the sequel. But it's, uh, it's not happening. So as Val points out in this article, um, a lot of this isn't even really, you know, it's not directly COVID related. A lot of it is that there's uh, manufacturing problems, worker issues in China, um, and, and it affects the whole video game industry, you know. So I guess it's just something we have to go back. We have to play our older games. It'll be fine, you know. I mean, we can just play Mario Brothers, right? Is that... Is that still relevant? Yeah, it is. I think it came back around. No, but I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing a lot of older Fallout games, and I think uh, you know to go back and visit those. You really appreciate kind of where where games were back then. You know, 15 years ago or so. So that's. I guess that's our only option now. That's what we're gonna have to do. Um, and I think that's about it as far as news. Let's see. I know I zipped right through those. I'm a big fan of uh, concise news, right? Uh, we do have some news coming out, of course. By the time this comes out, there will be a couple more, uh, a couple more pieces of news. But don't forget about some of the upcoming shows that are coming out in August. We do have, uh, like for instance, we have Back for Blood, which is a game. <laughs> And I, I, I wrote about this game a while back. So if you go to postapocalyptic.com and you can do a search for Back for Blood and make sure the four is a four because it's from the, the people from Left 4 Dead. Um, that's a, an anticipated game. We also have Risen, which comes out on the 20th. And then we have Finch, which is coming out also on the 20th. Finch is a movie. That's that movie that was originally called Bios, which was it has Tom Hanks in it. And it looks pretty cool, but... They're not showing anything for it. Like, I don't think that movie's actually coming out in August. I think they pushed that to next year anyway. I don't know. It's so weird. It's just, a, it's a weird, they changed the name. You know, they're, they're saying Tom Hanks is in it. That's all we know. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. So I'm going to keep my eye on that one because it has Tom Hanks in it. We'll see. Um, there is, of course, The Walking Dead on the 22nd. We have, it's coming back. And I believe, let's see, oh yeah, C. Season 2 of C is coming on the 27th of August. And The Colony, The Colony is coming out on the 27th too. Now C is the one with Jason Momoa and I love the first season. It was kind of a sleeper hit, you know. It kind of flew under a lot of people's radar because when it came out, Apple Plus was... Um, I don't know. I think people didn't really get into Apple Plus. They didn't really understand it. But when you get an iPhone, 
you get Apple Plus for a year, I think. So just keep buying a new iPhone every year and you'll be fine. And then you don't have to subscribe to it. But uh, C is, is uh, you know, it's the show where everyone's blind. They can't see. And then they find out that there are people who can see. Spoiler alert. Uh, so I, I think that season two will probably explore that a lot more. You know, the, the people who can see and kind of getting away from the, the tribal, which I love. I love that tribal part of it, of season one. But it seems like in season two, they might be getting away from that. So I don't know. We will see. I don't have anyone to laugh at my jokes. It's just me in here. I don't. I might have to get like a laugh track and play it. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this episode. I better get out of here before uh, I get tomatoes thrown at me. Uh, thank you all for watching. This is super short, super fast. Again, if you want to slow it down half speed, then you'll understand everything I said. That's probably the only way. But uh, thanks everyone for watching. And we will hopefully be back to the regular format next week. But until then, stay safe out there. Bye-bye.